0: bookcase and coffee presents buzzing about romance a quick shot of romance
1: hey everyone it's becky from buzzing about romance hi everybody leah here um on this episode of a quick shot of romance we are reviewing eye candy by jiffy kate this is the latest release which is book three of the fighting for love series in the smarty pants romance world of green valley tennessee leah Why don't you give us the synopsis from Goodreads
0: Okay, Valley Erickson is the classic middle child misunderstood underestimated and overlooked. He's really fine with it or he's fine with it. Really? The overlooked part is actually serving him well during this phase of life. He's in green Valley in an effort to fly under the radar and regroup after a life altering blow to his heart and ego. The last thing he's looking for is a woman to warm his bed until one throws him to the mat and rocks his world. Margaret O'Neill is an only child who has led a sheltered life. She's used to being a wallflower. Her ability to blend into the background is what allows her to maintain her anonymity as a gossip columnist for the Green Valley Ledger. Since the Ericsons moved to town, she's never felt more inspired, especially with the newest edition. Valley Erickson is the definition of eye candy, devastatingly handsome with muscles for days, giving her plenty to report about. The more Maggie observes, the more she finds herself wanting things she's only read about in romance novels. Admiring Valley from afar is good enough for her until their paths cross and she finds herself trying to stay afloat in uncharted territory. No labels, no promises, and way out of her comfort zone. Will this arrangement be what finally breaks her out of her shell, or will her heart be a casualty of the viking invasion eye candy is a full-length contemporary romance and can be read as a standalone book number three in the fighting for love series green valley chronicles penny reed book universe
1: okay so before we go any farther uh let's talk about it that it's part of the penny reed book universe Mm -hmm. so i've read the knitting in the city series that penny reed wrote but where does green valley come in
0: um, Green Valley comes in from the Winston Brothers series. Um, that is where they live. They live in Green Valley, Tennessee.
1: Okay. So, and Penny Reed, I like her, but she's mm-hmm. very wordy and has a very it's a cadence you have to get used to reading. she read
0: has her. her she has her very like she is her very own style. I have not actually read another author that writes quite like her which I, I kind of like, to be honest. It, it's, it's a variation from everybody else. Like you have to be in the moment and need to read that type of book. I can't just randomly say, I'm gonna read Penny Reed today. Like I need to be in the mood for that. Um, but I, I love her writing.
1: Yeah. And so uh, Eye Candy is written by Jiffy Kate and they borrow the world of uh, Green Valley from Penny Reed.
0: Yes, and uh, you occasionally see characters pop in like Jennifer, um, the the banana queen, the banana cake queen, um, Queen. the Donner Bakery. Like They have a whole Donner Bakery series, um, but yeah, they have um, different characters pop in every once in a while. They're not a huge component of the story, but they do show up every once in a while.
1: Okay. Um, So the release date for Eye Candy was February 18th of 2021. It is, uh, the tropes in this are sports romance, rom-com, small town, slow burn, virgin heroine. And then I would also say friends with benefits a little bit on this because there's, they decide to go into it with no promises, no labels. Right um and the series is the fighting for love this is book three uh steam level is a round of three because it's a slow burn and the angst level is a two there is relationship angst in this story
0: yeah there's there is no outside angst really there's some situational things that happen that create it but no other people or anything like that
1: Um, And so I will say, I read this as a standalone, um, but you have read the other two books in this series, correct? I have,
0: yes. And they, they're just as good, just as funny. Um, They have their own set of issues and problems, but if you don't read them, you won't be lost.
1: Okay. Um, Now, this was my first time reading Jiffy Kate. So um, I was kind of excited. I really loved it. I loved this story. Mm-hmm. and I'm hooked they're funny
0: like they and it but they're not outlandishly funny or ridiculously funny like they are they're subtle in the way that their humor comes out I mean there are moments where it's just it's ridiculous like it is ridiculous that are said or things that happen but they're more subtle in their humor but well, not in a real, bad way
1: no it's real life um uh-huh humor like these are situations that could happen to us in our everyday life Mm -hmm. um I will say like just real quick though so we all know I am terrible with names Uh the worst I actually put Valley's name in Google um so that I could make sure that in my brain I was saying it correctly and it wasn't like (laughs) veil but spelled weird or (laughs) valet or something ridiculous like i came to the meeting prepared Prepared. you should do that every time okay well let's not get ahead of ourselves um watch you do it one time
0: and it's not right
1: i'm gonna well i did that actually another story when we had austin from naughty books documentary Uh i put her last name in google but it was not (laughs) <laughs> so completely wrong it made it somewhat crazy italian anyway let's get to maggie um mm-hmm. so tell us a little bit about Miss maggie
0: maggie it was homeschooled she was fairly sheltered but her she was a late in life child for her parents she's an only child um, she works for her parents she lives with her parents still at she's 24
1: 24 I think yeah she still Mm -hmm.
0: lives at home the one thing I liked about her parents so like they did shelter her but at the same time they didn't like they wanted her to go out and experience things they wanted her to live a life like she almost kind of held herself back a little bit because she had this fear I think of like stepping outside of her box in some ways
1: Well, and I, you know, so the story is written in dual point of view. And so when that, when uh, Maggie would start talking in her, to herself or explaining things going on with her, with her parents, at first you really expect these very controlling parents that are going to be like monitoring her. Like she's a teenager gone wild or something. Right. And that's not at all how they are. They respect her as an adult they just ask her to be equally considerate of them. like if you're going to be late tell us you're going to be late you know um or let us know where you are if you aren't coming home like you're only going to be gone for an hour and you don't come home until 2 30 in the morning right it's just they just wanted her to be respectful and thoughtful in how she did things
0: um which I thought was nice because you you do read sometimes where the character is sheltered and they are sheltered like they don't experience anything they don't get to go out and do things and she was almost afraid to step out of that in some ways because because they did treat her so well and she didn't want to to make them have any disappointment whatsoever in her and I but it was it was nice at the same time because she she had these little things that were her little rebellions in a way but they weren't because her parents wanted her to do those things at the same time
1: yeah um i so but even though she was naive she isn't stupid
0: no like no.
1: she's not making stupid or immature choices she's not like she goes into this situation with valley very cautiously and smartly like and i love so she has a pen pal everly Uh uh-huh and i love how everly is this kind of voice of reason in the background that just keeps saying why aren't you at the bar where they are why are you sitting on the sidelines like kind of giving her the push to live her life
0: yeah. And it, it's funny because they had never met in person. Like they have been pen, pile, pen pals for years and years and years. And they've talked on the phone a little bit, but they have, they've never physically met, but they know more about each other than anybody else in their entire lives. And, but they almost like evened each other out. Cause Everly, like she was A little bit out there and not in a bad way and like maggie brought her back in when she needed to but she pulled maggie out of like her comfort zone at the same time and from from the distance like they were able to talk these ideas through
1: and i wouldn't say so maggie while she loves her small town there is. She's not unhappy living there or being sheltered. There's just a restlessness in her, almost a mm-hmm. wanderlust. Yeah. And um, Valley is her first chance to kind of taste what is outside of her little town. Uh huh. Um, so let's talk about her gossip column. It was called Trixie and Tess. Yes. Um, and it was
0: toted as two people who wrote it um but it was it was just her only the editor at the newspaper is aware that she writes it nobody else does as, besides everly because everly knows everything so she's she keeps this very close to the vest she doesn't want people to know but she doesn't they added some like columns that she had written and she doesn't write anything bad. It's just like her observations about things happening around town.
1: And one of her favorite things to observe is the Viking invasion that she Uh keyed the Erickson brothers moving to Green Valley. Um, And uh, more so than anything, she really is attracted to Valley. So let's talk about Valley a little bit. Um, He is in Green Valley to escape from an ex, yes, that was married, but he did
0: not know she was married. No, they had
1: dated for a year, and then he year. went to propose to her.
0: He did propose to her. He proposed what and he found dead? out she was married, and he he fell apart basically because he was set to take this big step with her, and she had lied to him. And it what what's crazy is like she had been around his family and like had a relationship like he she went to family functions and yeah I don't I don't know how that was yeah. a secret for so long.
1: Well, and because of that, because of him being hurt so deeply, he has a couple things. Um he he does not want to have any labels or expectations from as he gets involved with Maggie. He doesn't feel that his time in Green Valley will be long lived. He really wants, um, he knows he's going to go back home to Dallas and knows that her life is in Green Valley and um, so he, and also because of being hurt by this ex, he um, doesn't want any secrets between, so he tries to be very open and very transparent with Maggie Um, and all the while Maggie's kind of holding on to a secret about her her gossip job yeah. her gossip uh-huh. column and it's funny because in the beginning of the story we learned that one of the things that valley adores most about green valley is, is the ledger a- and that column he looks
0: forward to that column every time it comes out
1: yeah so um so valley's brothers he has he has four brothers total yeah two of them are in green valley there is gunner who is the youngest of the erickson yes brothers and then there is leaf quote cage quote erickson
0: yeah well which, he's, Le- he's leaf erickson but he doesn't go by leaf
1: he goes by cage yeah um and, and he's Kate, the oldest he's the Isn't oldest he? of the brothers yes, yes. yeah and Maybe he's the second oldest. Is he the second oldest? Is the other brother? I don't know. I
0: think Cage is the oldest.
1: Feel free to leave us a comment and let us know which one is the oldest. It's hard Um, to,
0: there's five of them. It's hard to keep track.
1: (laughs) Right. But he is one of the oldest. He starts the series as Stud Muffin. Yes. Um, And his significant other is Tempest. Mm -hmm. And he has opened a, MMA fighting styled gym in Green Valley because that's what the family does so that's the sports aspect of this romance yes. is that this is a family of MMA fighters their father was a big MMA fighter and now the kids Owns,
0: yes like he they own a big training gym in Dallas and he had some he got hurt and that is what brought him to Green Valley originally and then he decided to stay and open his own training gym and then gunner came and then valley came
1: so and gunner's um significant other in this book is uh frankie mm-hmm. who is a nurse and an advocate for women's shelter um and that would be the second book and i'm not sure what the name of the second book is um so so the boy the brothers are kind of hilarious altogether. Uh-huh. that and their obsession with pastries with muffins
0: well i mean tempest was is the muffin maker at the Donner Bakery. But I love the the muffin name. She has like, they're all like song names.
1: (laughs) They're so great. The muffins are so fantastic. And in the story, one of the big thing that's happening is is that um, the brothers have put, installed a new ring that's a professional grade fighting ring Mm -hmm. into their gym and gunner is prepping for a big title fight that's going to take place in new orleans in a couple weeks and so all of this is going on and maggie for the sake of the newspaper and her own curiosity and obsession with some really cute vikings Uh decides to take a female defense class that tempest is teaching at the gym yes and one of their their technical meet cute when they meet each other is they have been partnered together in a sparring exercise and he goes to grab her and she totally flips him and puts him down to the mat Uh uh-huh it's so great
0: it was well because she's she's not like a small person but like compared to him she's very tiny because he's like this giant like viking and she takes him down
1: she does she totally takes him down it was so funny um <clears throat> so i do like there were a couple of things in this story there were a couple of things i really really loved like the scene with the the jam the preserves that
0: uh uh-huh.
1: um that maggie made and brought to uh mr valley Steaming, like there's sit- <laughs> <very laughs>
0: even steamy. the
1: seeds without like uh-huh. actual intercourse were like,
0: mm-hmm. whoa,
1: that's some stuff right there. They write, like, they write They write good steam. Yeah, I will not look at a container jam, homemade jam, the same for a while <laughs> or ever, ever. Um, I you know might need to go to the farmers market or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so. There were some really great moments like that. But one of the things that kind of niched at me a little bit is um, how, so Vale does figure out, because of some information that Maggie puts in her Trixie and Tess article, he figures out that she she is Trixie Trixie and Tess. And so she's kept this secret and she's lied to him and he she tells him you know well i just you know i i just sit in the shadows and people don't really notice and i wanted to tell you i just didn't know how to tell you and he's like oh it's okay i still love you or you know they didn't say i love you at that point but no but i wonder though if he
0: was so forgiving about it because he had this like love of them ahead of time like he really wanted to know who they were and so because he talked about all the time how he looked forward to the the ledger and he wanted to read it he wanted to meet them he needed to know who it was and so i i wonder if maybe part of his easy forgiveness with that is because he was so enamored with trixie and tess himself
1: yeah yeah Um, I also thought the scene in, so Maggie's family owns feed and fodder, Mm -hmm. O'Neill's feed and fodder in, um, in green Valley. And the first time that Valley (laughs) is noticed by her parents, he has come into the store and he keeps doing things and her dad catches him playing with the crops for the horses. (laughs) I was laughing so hard. That was so funny.
0: <laughs> Cuz and- he he's just doing it and not paying attention and all of a sudden he notices her dad is there and he's like, "Uh-oh."
1: Yeah. Well, and then later on when Valley comes clean to her parents that she's dating that uh that she's or when Maggie comes clean to her parents that she's dating Valley, um he was like, "Would this be the gentleman that I caught playing with horse crops in my store?" <laughs> that's awkward (laughs)
0: not a a good first impression there
1: but it gets better
0: for him so it's okay
1: it does and i don't want to spoil any more of this story but i was gutted i like it was like (gasps) what um yeah yeah
0: i you understood the reasoning for the for what what happened but the way it went down was rough it was rough to read it would be terrible to experience that but you you knew why he was doing it but the way that it happened was not not okay
1: my heart was breaking like Mm -hmm. I was a little broken during those pages and then I'm like at this point it's like 1230 in the morning and so then I'm sitting there going hurry 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 gotta get through these pages I need to know how I couldn't just go to sleep
0: no you can't that's that's when Uh, I'll just read one more chapter comes in and it's like five chapters later and right and and yeah because their resolution
1: didn't just happen like the next day and I I
0: liked I like that because of the way everything happened like I feel like a quick resolution would not have been organic it would not have been believable like there was there was a long separation there and they slowly made it steps to getting back together like during that separation but it it was not just a couple days and it was all hunky-dory again like they had to work to get back to where they were and i appreciated that because i feel like sometimes that works and it's not a problem where that so resolution comes quickly. But I feel yeah. like there are some moments where the re- like it needs to be drawn out a little bit more, and it's not, and you're like, that was too easy.
1: I would agree. Um, and I won't even get into the epilogue and my feelings on that, that's for <laughs> another day. Um, and so before we get into, okay, so let's do this, and then I'll say my little piece at the end. Uh, <laughs> Leah, did you like this book? I did like this book, and I am really, really hoping that we get books for
0: um, Aussie. I think it's Aussie and Vigo. Vigo. Yeah. yeah, I'm hoping that we get those um, because there are things that happen at the end that it seems like they're they're all the Viking invasion is growing.
1: It's going to so so keep I'm, coming. It's coming, and I'm excited for more. <laughs> um, I loved this book. It was my first read by these authors. Or by this author um oh well
0: technically authors
1: yeah and i'll be back i'm all in so many books and oh wait you know what this isn't my first read because i read their assistant that's part of their baseball series that's in new orleans i just i just remembered that i lied i lied to you fans i'm sorry um who would typically like this book
0: I think anybody who likes a rom-com would like this. If you like reading about the Green Valley world, this Morty Pants world, like you would definitely like this book. It's a nice little visit back.
1: Um, I would say rom-com for sure. The people reading this need to be okay with a slow burn. Yeah. There is steam, there is flirting, there is buildup. It, it takes is... a little bit
0: to get to that though.
1: Yeah. Um, but if you're looking for a hero with that brings the big swoons this is it like yeah he is swoony for he's sure he's very swoony yeah um uh would you recommend this book
0: i definitely would recommend this book
1: i actually recommend it i would i recommended it in a facebook group today somebody was looking for a slow burn virgin heroine and i'm like oh i just finished this. i have the perfect I read for this. that <laughs> um So what I was going to say was, is I'm super excited. Jiffy, Kate are going to be our guests for our Drunk Book Club in March. Uh So this episode is dropping on March the 9th. So on March 13th, we have Drunk Book Club. So, um, and I'm super excited that they're coming. And I am totally going to ask them about this epilogue because it's kind of stuck a little (laughs) bit in my knickers you have questions i have questions, questions. so many questions <laughs> um but yeah so this has been your quick shot of romance thank you for joining us we'll see you next time everyone bye
0: everybody find us on instagram at BuzzingAboutRomance about romance or on twitter at buzzing romance if you like the podcast please leave a review